Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. A Dear Media original podcast. Hi, welcome to Good Instincts. I'm Shira Barlow, but you may know me as the food therapist. Join me every Monday through Friday for bite-sized episodes designed to help you close the gap between where you are right now and where you want to go. This should feel good, like really good. And it will, I promise. So there is this new study everyone is talking about right now, and it is on erythritol, and it was published in Nature Medicine Journal, and it's basically questioning if erythritol is linked to cardiovascular disease. And I think it's worth getting into today because it touches on a bunch of really important things. So first things first, erythritol is a zero-calorie sugar alcohol. It's used as a sugar substitute in so many foods, especially the keto sugar-free stuff. There are small levels that are naturally occurring in some foods like grapes and pears and watermelons, but it's also naturally occurring in very small levels in our bodies as well. But beyond that, it is something that is very highly processed and added to foods in high amounts. Again, that's especially true in like the keto desserts. And the thing about it is that it's often mixed with like a monk fruit sweetener or a stevia because it's a cheaper version that can be used to like bulk up those products. There's not this acceptable intake amount that anyone's decided on. So manufacturers can really go nuts with it and Consumers then tend to overdo it because suddenly these desserts that, you know, would typically have a bunch of sugar in them don't technically count. And I really understand that mentality. So what the study found was that erythritol had an effect on blood platelet activity, which is a key factor in forming blood clots. And there was this connection between higher levels of erythritol leading to these stickier platelets, which in turn led to higher chances of forming blood clots. And blood clots are the primary causes of heart attacks and strokes. And this is honestly very disturbing and something that should definitely be studied further without question. But here are my takeaways. This study showed an association between erythritol and cardiovascular disease, not causation. And I think that that's really important distinction when reading health claims ever. 
because sometimes the headlines can be really grabby, but we want to just be able to discern what's actually real. This study consisted of patients with pre-existing cardiovascular risk factors, and it really wasn't clear if these patients were ingesting high amounts of this sugar alcohol because they had other chronic conditions like diabetes, which would put them at higher risk for blood clots. I'm not saying this study's bullshit. I actually really think it's important, and I've never been a fan of erythritol for what it's worth, but I do think it's important to be able to look at these headlines and be able to decipher what's clickbait and what's real. And I'm glad to have this information, and I think it's especially important to keep in mind if you have a family history of cardiovascular disease. And the second thing about this is that throughout time, we've always had this fraught relationship with sugar substitutes from like the saccharin and the aspartame to monk fruit. We tend to take these zero or low calorie sugar substitutes and supersize our servings, whether they're the really chemically gross ones or they just cause GI distress. But I think that we would all benefit from not having them in such high amounts. I don't think that that's how we were meant to consume them at all, especially the new ones on the market because they haven't even been studied. You know, I use small amounts of stevia. It works if I'm having tea. The protein powder I like has it. But I do think having it in cups that we're making these keto brownies from, it's something to keep in mind. Are we supposed to be consuming this much of that product? I think that the way to go is small amounts of honey and maple syrup because you can decide when it's worth it to you and they won't hyperstimulate our taste buds and make us crave more sugar. I hope that was helpful. I always want to come at this the way I would break it down for a friend and I never want this to be stressful. Tomorrow, we're going to be talking about how we can end up backsliding in happy moments and how we can break out of that cycle. I'll see you there. Thank you so much for listening to Good Instincts, hosted and written by me, Shira Barlow. You can find me on Instagram at Shira underscore RD. Good Instincts is a Dear Media Daily, 